on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 10 of Hybrid Critical. Um, I am one of your hosts, Jangle. And I am the other host, Billow, also known as Marshall. And we got an interesting weekend this weekend. What do we have? We got the All-Star break in the NBA. We have a COD major. I think we got Dallas Empire. Who else is in it today? Um, Dallas Empire. Oh, Subliners. and Subliners. They they beat they and, slapped Optic yesterday on that one. Yeah, and Atlanta Phase, I believe. Oh yeah, because uh, Empire has to play Phase. Okay, right. So yeah, how does it work? So that's the winners bracket. So I, from what Empire Rudy plays. was saying, yeah, from what Rudy was saying, because there was a backdoor uh, losers bracket, which was the. Optic and uh, yeah. Subliners game. Subliners won. So I don't think they have to play anyone today. They just have to wait until uh, FaZe and Empire play. And yeah, so if you're listening and you don't know shit about COD, which I'm still learning a lot about it, COD yeah, in general. I, but I am as well. Teams and all of that stuff. Um, They have like, it's like a major like uh, it's one of the what? How many? I don't even know how many tournaments. I wish I had Rudy in here to talk about yeah, this. I don't. Because I don't know enough either. I don't know enough about it. I'm something I'm, I'm still learning. Still learning. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, like you've never probably watched a lot of COD. You would say, right? In term, in like in this in this kind of a way, like where we're treating it, like the last yeah. for the last like few months, I've been treating the COD League, Call of Duty League, like a like a sports league. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's an yeah. you know it's an esport, but like, been treating it like yeah, it's a basketball. I, I had yeah, I had never really watched like I I never had really watched much COD back in the day, um, professionally at least. Like yeah, yeah. But when so I started watching esports, I'd say when like Fortnite blew up and Ninja and Doctor Lupo and Tim the Tatman and courage and cloaksy and all them played together yep that's when i started watching and then i started watching more of the competitive side of Fortnite, and i still watch that um but i think a couple years ago i think probably two or three years ago is when i started watching cod um but it was it was harder for me to get into just because i didn't i didn't know all the strat like i still don't even know how hard or how control works like exactly i don't even understand it at all um but yeah it's it's much more interesting and i think the when they changed the leagues to like, because like now all the teams are like supposed to be like based from a city, I think. Yep. So I think they're like trying to make it more kind of like an actual sports league where like these teams have a story and like, yeah, fans can. But I think fans like, I know like Optic has diehard fans. Um, Baze has diehard Op- fans. Yeah, so 100 Thieves is, are they're growing their fan base even though they just started three years ago, yeah. really? Yeah. But it's interesting though because. Like I know, I know a lot of like the big names in Call of Duty. Um, so like I'll see a team and like I'll know who like Scump and Dashy, and then I'll know who Clayster and Crim Six and all them are. But it's interesting though because like I feel there's a lot of parity like so far in the league. It feels like yeah, like teams are beating each other because I think the because didn't Optic reverse swept um, the Subliners? I think like two days ago. They. Yeah, they were down two zero, and I think they won three two. No, 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 no. I think no subliners. No, they lost to Optic like three one or something. Like they got wiped. Oh, they either got wiped yeah. or they said what you did did what you just said. Yeah, and then like yesterday, like subliners just rolled over them. Yeah, pretty straight. But it's interesting though. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I think it's I think it's really cool that esports and um, specifically COD and and this is kind of the driving force. Well, we can say League of Legends is the driving force of esports. Like if you talk about the granddaddy, but Call of Duty in America is the driving uh, esports sport. I feel like you know, and I think yeah. Valorant, and Fortnite are all like right next to each other. They're all next to each other, and um, it's 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 cool to see something like that. Like I never I never really followed COD. Kind of like I pretty much came up on the same track as you. I and mean, you know I've been I've been aware of it and like Optic and Phase and all that stuff ever since I started yeah. playing COD. Like when I was you know twelve playing Modern Warfare Modern Warfare Two, yeah. I was like you know hit this hit this uh, pomage you know snipe hit this trick shot. Yeah, I'm gonna phase, join Phase. We'd like change our clan tags to phase or or, or something yeah. like that we'd make our own clan like uh, not clans but we'd make our own <laughs> little groups of uh teams and stuff and uh now it's like all yeah. coming to fruition fruition a little bit where it's like normalized to be wanted yeah. to be a professional gamer yeah i think it's really cool yeah one second my my window blinds just open so it's super glary now oh yeah i saw that yeah mine does the same thing too so if like i'll It'll probably happen in the next like half hour. I would say you'll see like some sunlight hit me like straight up here. Also, Project Aloha. Check them out. My father's t-shirt company. Highest quality t-shirts you'll ever have. Um, this one was for a fundraiser in Texas. Give back to Texas Eats, I think, or Texas is a Texas organization. We did, I didn't add read. <laughs> Let's go. How much are we getting paid? Uh, $400,000 by uh, Fleshlight. And wow. you should be getting your own Fleshlight in the mail very soon. Yeah, that's that's also the, the new fiscal stimulus they just agreed on, I think. No wonder the it was so expensive. It's like $1.9 trillion, and a lot of it was in yeah. sending everyone a Fleshlight. I mean, people need money to pay for rent. People need healthcare, like affordable healthcare. They need uh, access to all of these things. But they, people were really, I would say, under unappreciative or underappreciative of the government possibly sending them flashlights instead of money. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's more valuable. You use it, you can stretch a flashlight way more than you can $1,400. Yeah. Sure, you can pay for rent or your utilities or whatever, but you can beat off for a long time. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Would you ever, uh, if if we ever got sponsored by Fleshlight, would you take it? Yeah, if you're listening to this, um, I'll take it, dude. I'll take a couple. I'll take any size. I'll take any... Any model. Any girth. Any pocket. Anything. (laughs) Any pocket. Any pocket. There was a funny... uh, Was it video? Cole Hirsch made a video of it where he took a pocket pussy and used it as a wallet. But like completely filled it with like lube and like his coins and his dollars and stuff and so he went to a 
ice cream store and he was you know ordered or whatever and he went to pay and they're like oh it's however much it's like okay and like he pulled out this big fat fucking pocket pussy from his side and he starts to like finger it and try to like grab all the coins and like dollars are spilling out but it's all just lubricated and shit and it's just messy and he like he keeps making that squirting sound and he turns it over and starts to like trying to shake it out and it just like lube and all this shit is just dumping out of the uh, the pocket pussy so uncomfortable to watch the, the the cashier just looking at it and then he's just like oh i'm so sorry i'm just gonna just grabbing coins uh, and shit out of it mark that one for later yeah <laughs> i've not seen that what else is there this weekend the all-star break it's the an NBA all-star, all-star day break. i mean it's a break oh, but it's it's, it's, it's actually a break for the players it's not really an all-star weekend though sadly wait wait yesterday was saturday yeah was there was like the dunk contest? Dunk yeah, contest you missed stuff it yesterday. Yeah, was it actually? It was sick. Yeah, Obi Toppin <laughs> came in with the Obi Toppin came was in. Was it this, actually yesterday? He did a cartwheel, windmill right, so switch to the other hand, reverse broke the rim backwards. That's the problem. Is that they they jam packed all of this? I mean, that's not that problem. The problem is COVID. The what they did was they they're jam packing everything into one day. So starting around, I don't know. Oh five or six or something, whatever it is. They're doing the skills contest, then the three-point contest, then the all-star game. Then at halftime, they're doing the dunk contest. Wait, really? Yeah. And then they're going to finish the all-star game. So that's why you don't see a lot of the players in like, not a lot of the players. No, never mind. Yeah. Um, It should be, it should be interesting though, just because like everything is in one day. I, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather have it spread out on four different days because yeah. it just has something else to look yeah, forward I, to. I like having the, the contest on Saturday nights. Yeah. I mean, I even like watching the celebrity games and shit, even though those things are so dumb. Like, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I don't care. Like, baseball celebrity games are hilarious. The celebrity softball well, yeah, game. Celebrity softball game. Those are funny. Yeah, they are. Basketball celebrity game. This is what they need to do for the dunk contest. They need to have. Well, they, had like a, they had like a mini one last night. It was. Quavo and Jack Harlow versus Lil Baby and Two Chains. Did you see the Lil Baby highlights? Oh no, no, no! I didn't know that they were doing a thing. I knew that uh, RDC World and like, Mark Phillips was somewhere doing basketball. I don't know if it was that event that you're talking about. Yeah, Lil Baby shot a free throw and it hit the top of the backboard. Hit the top of the backboard. Yeah, like on the like like he shot it and, and it. it like it looked like he had never shot a basketball. Oh, before. so just like, like a pop it, like it just sailed. That thing, that thing sailed. <laughs> it was to the top so of it. bad. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I think Quavo had like seventeen of their twenty-one points. Quavo was, was really like good. Tw- it was like twenty-one to seven or something. Is it Quavo that I'm thinking of? Yeah, Quavo yeah, is Quavo's Quavo's the main basketball. Yeah, he's a he's a little lefty. Him playing in the celebrity game is really fun because he's always in, he's in like yeah. almost every celebrity game because he's the only like really really good yeah player. And he's, he tries so hard, you could tell. <laughs> he's so skinny, though. I mean, I would try hard if I... I remember like, I when... Uh, try hard. when trying I, to get a 10-day contract. I could do a celebrity game. That's my goal, is to get into a celebrity game one day. Well, I have to be a celebrity, but that would be so funny to just go to a celebrity game. How about that? Yeah, a little celebrity ultimate frisbee game. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine they got Quavo in a celebrity ultimate frisbee game. <laughs> yeah, Justin, Bie- Justin Bieber is always in the NBA ones, I feel like. Yeah, he well, he was for a while. Like he, I remember the first time he made it, everyone was like, oh, "It's Justin Bieber," and every, and then I remember being like, "He." Second time we're talking about Justin Bieber too. He was 
he Hashtag had ad. always been playing basketball, so he uh, everyone knew that he was going to ball. He, yeah. he's, a, he's a baller. And around the same time, you remember uh, the Riff Raff phase? Yeah, I know Riff Raff. Yeah, Riff Raff was huge. He, um, he was supposed to play oh, in a Celebrity All-Star game, actually. And he didn't go because he was coked out. Uh, and after that, he said, like, that was one of the main reasons, aside from many other, one of the main reasons why he, like, quit cocaine and drugs, like, I, like cold turkey, was because he was he was so sick of being, not being able to participate in things like that and him fucking himself yeah. over and with his health or whatever. But don't do cocaine. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. If you're, like, if it's constantly keeping you out from, like just opportunities like it's like yeah it's good pr it's good whatever but yeah that'd, that'd be so much fun to do something like that like an all-star game yeah i mean who do you think who do you think is gonna win tonight you got team lebron i assume yeah team lebron's his team is in, like i don't understand like yeah i don't i no, because durant shouldn't have taken Kyrie first because lebron was never gonna draft Kyrie. yeah after their little their little beef lately yeah uh, have they had recent beef or has it just been within the past couple of years well still? it was the game a couple of weeks ago when lebron shot the technical foul shot and missed it and Kyrie was like damn this y'all best free throw shooter oh, Something. Yeah. and then like <laughs> after the game they were like you said this Kyrie," and i think i don't know what Kyrie said i think he was something like oh i got no friends on the basketball court or something like that yeah That's something funny. like that but, I love. I, I mean, love not, really, not like hard beef, but like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love when they. It was, it was just funny though. Yeah. Because like I don't know why LeBron is taking their technical foul shots. The, the, someone, <laughs> someone in the comments when you sent that, someone said, uh, "Foul LeBron." I was like, "Can't wait for him to go split." Have him. Oh yeah, stop talking. Have him just split the free throws and move on or something. <laughs> because he just that's all he does, misses and yeah. then makes. Yeah. No. Yeah, I feel. Like their lineup is sick. Cause I, I read that this is the first time Curry and LeBron have ever played together. Yeah, because Curry was a captain the first time they did it. And then yeah. last year was Giannis. This year is Durant. It's funny, LeBron not, has been a captain for like three years. Did they not play Olympics together? No, because Curry didn't get um he didn't get big until right after the 2012 Olympics, and that was the last Olympics uh, LeBron and went then to. LeBron didn't play in 2016. No, I don't think Steph went either. I don't know that that yeah no Steph didn't win Clay went but Steph didn't go mm -hmm. it sucks because like I wish there wasn't so much pressure on like the Olympics to go play and do that uh in yeah. the offseason for basketball I mean it's once every four years I mean like you think that they'd be able to just like let it slide and like go suck it up and go but I hate saying yeah. like suck it up and go because you know that's it's their body that they, they need to w work on but dude the 2016 team would have been so insane had all of those like had out all, all of the guys actually went like you've imagine you had oh, lebron yeah. Kyrie, uh i think kevin probably would have gone uh you had steph clay you had james harden you had westbrook all all these guys like not that they're yeah. not in their prime now but like in the prime of them competing for an nba title yeah. Because any one of those teams could have won an NBA title. Durant fucking was on the OKC still. Holy shit, dude. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, but then instead you got... I mean, it's still a 
a good team. And so they, we have won, like, who, but... like, who, yeah, like, fucking Tyson Chandler has been on USA teams. Yeah. Mello is on every single Olympic team. Oh, Mello goes crazy when he plays for USA, though. Yeah. I, 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 you need him to go if you want to win the Olympics. Yeah. yeah Mello always, always gets, gets hot. Do you think we'll ever, ah, uh, because the Olympics was supposed to happen last year, but now it's supposed to happen this year. And it's not going to happen this year either. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, there's no shot. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You think COVID is going to clear up by the end of the summer? Beginning of the summer? Mm. I don't know how it is in Japan, because that's where it is, right? I don't think anyone is on like lockdown anymore. No one's doing like the shit that we're doing still. Like they've been off of it for months now. I feel like, yeah. Obviously, they've they've been. I mean, for years. You I mean you've known or seen, you know, China, Japan. Like they always wear masks because yeah. their yeah. pollution is so bad there. Yeah. And I mean, I think they still wear masks. Like they would still wear masks yeah. from before. They wear masks after. So it's like us here. Yeah, I mean, we can't wear masks because we're a bunch of pussies. Like that's all yeah. that's all we complain about. If there's anything we can complain about, are liberals and and and. I mean, and, honestly, and like even after the pandemic like ends, I'll probably still wear a mask. Like I kind of like the mask. Like it's a style feature, honestly. It is. It's a super nice style feature, and like I don't mind it actually. You could, dude. You can get some really nice masks and like throw some nice fits on. Like a little color yeah. adds a little color to the face, and it makes you yeah. look a little bit more ominous and mysterious. Yeah, I mean, like working and having to wear it for like hours and hours straight, like can get like a little bit annoying obviously but like no nah, i'm gonna lie it, it hurts my ears when i keep it on for way too yeah. long it gives me a fucking headache and so i understand yeah. that if people have to wear it for long periods of times but also doctors wear that shit every day for yeah. 24 hours like yeah they probably okay. got misshapen ears now huh yeah <laughs> they got the cauliflower ears, ears. Like, forward <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah, I got my ear from someone did in UFC and boxing and shit. What are you? I'm a doctor. <laughs> the, do- the ear is just a little bit lobed a little bit forward. Maybe it's like a, a little indent behind it. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they'll, they'll, we'll keep wearing masks and stuff. I'm, like, I feel like I should be wearing... I, sorry. Yeah. In the future, I feel like I would think that I would want to be wearing a mask. A mask yeah. inside of a store. Inside of whatever. Or Yeah, or like... Like, especially if it's the winter, like the winter helps, keep, like the mask helps keep my face warmer. I have no complaints during the winter going outside with degrees. a mask. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. It's either that or a worm or or a scarf. Like, yeah. I, who cares? In the summertime, yeah. obviously, yeah, it's hot, whatever. But yeah. that's when I'm going to yeah. get in the summertime, I'm going to get a training mask, a high altitude mask. Yeah. And wear that shit. <laughs> the so it's gonna, Lynch mask. Yeah, people are, people are going to look at me and be like, oh, he's scared of a pandemic. They're going to look at it and be like, oh, no, he's training. <laughs> he's training for something. I don't know what it is, but he's training. I mean, the Olympics, I hope it happens. But like, the, I feel like the thing with the Olympics is like, they wouldn't want to do it if everything wasn't like 100% like up to par of the Olympics, I feel like. And I don't think it's going to happen because it's already yeah. hard enough to be 100% up to par for the Olympics. Like, yeah, with with or without COVID, there's so many issues with it. Like, do you remember Rio? They were staying yeah. in like it was like shitty hotel, like shitty the the yeah. Olymp- the, uh, the campus, whatever was pretty shitty. Like, 
fans had like really bad experiences with this and that like it's it's hit or miss depending like i don't like it sucks so much like that the committee for the olympics or whatever is all just you know money on money under the table and who can provide the most money even though they're you know they could be putting it to a city that can't afford it or can't give the athletes the best possible i don't know hospitality sure hospitalities facilities sorry facilities like I think we should be going to year in year out. We should be going to someplace like uh, Berlin or you know somewhere in the U.S. like Atlanta or L.A. or going to Toronto or going to yeah. like we should be going to places that can hold these events with or without yeah. going to a third world country, second world country to play these sports. And I don't know. Yeah. It's all bribing. One thing I was I was excited for because I think 2020 last year was supposed to be when they brought back baseball for the Olympics. So it hasn't too. been the Olympics since like 2008 or something. Yeah, but like I don't know. Um, but the problem is, it's like the Summer Olympics, like, um, like they would have been in the middle of the baseball season. Yep, like the middle of the MLB season. So I didn't know if the MLB was like being accommodating with that or if it was just going to be like us sending minor leaguers or something but like i wish and i hope in the future that like the mlb just takes like i don't know how long is it like a month break yeah in the season yep because i mean what the season's like seven like six or seven months probably yeah like you can have a break but the thing with baseball is like like a lot of sports it's just like oh like the nba like oh everyone's from america america's gonna dominate yep but like with baseball like like the Dominican Republic, Cuba, Puerto Rico, like all those countries, Venezuela, they're all super good. Yep. And I feel like every time, every, anytime we have like a, a world baseball tournament, like even like the, um, what even, what tournament is that even? The baseball one? The, yeah. Is it the, it's, um, world baseball classic. Yeah, yeah. 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 The world baseball classic. Like, like those are sick. Like, and those don't even have like fully stacked teams. Like a lot of players don't want to play in that. I feel like, um, but I don't know. Do you remember like the, when Adam Jones robbed that home run in center field? I don't. I, the, I barely like, remember. That was one of, yeah. Like that was one of the most hype moments. Um, Cause it was like USA versus I think Dominican Republic. Yeah. And like, it was a close game and like the eighth inning and Adam Jones robbed a home run in center field. Because it's not like USA has a bunch of scrubs for bat for uh, for baseball. It's just yeah, yeah. I mean, the majority of like the big names or whatever are from different countries, and it's cool to see them play with their teams in their own countries because they have a different connection. Maybe more, maybe it's a little bit more fun for them. Yeah, like if you watch a like a baseball game, like the I feel like the the Latino players are always like always talking with each other like they hit a double like they're talking to the shortstop in the second baseman yeah um i mean that goes for yeah. any player in general yeah, like every yeah, i mean but yeah specifically they have a little bit more fun because they have another bond they know each other they might be yeah. family this and that that's the one yeah. thing about baseball that i love is that someone said you don't need to speak you baseball is a universal language yeah, you don't need to to be able to speak someone else's language to play baseball with them. Yeah, football you need to. Basketball you most mostly like you you need to, but like yeah, it's not yeah, it's not as much. But baseball yeah, 
you know exactly like you don't you can throw me out any point of the game any point of the field and i know what to do like yeah any situation i'll know what to do like i i don't need to know spanish or japanese or whatever to be able to play yeah because i mean like the signs they give you are just like touching the hat touching your arm touching like yeah signs yeah that's that's big basically and coming out talk to the pitcher (laughs) like that's the most language you're gonna get put your fingers up you know two two outs you know one out like it's yeah yeah i was yeah i was looking forward to baseball in the olympics but i heard they were bringing back surfing and like skateboarding i don't know skateboarding's always been around i don't know i they almost uh they talked about I know I know this is like a hot topic in the frisbee community, but they always talk they've always tried to, you know, year in and year out try to get frisbee into the Olympics. And aside from it not being like a huge, huge sport in you know, yeah. US or whatever, I feel like it would be a perfect Olympic sport. I mean there's yeah. a bunch of there's a bunch of different random fucking sports in yeah. the Olympics. Why not frisbee? Right? Mm-hmm. Like I think ultimate is a very like there's a lot of um, all, like ultimate teams based in different countries. So I feel like you can yeah, bring together yeah, good competition to each other, mm-hmm. right? Canada, USA. Yeah, I mean, there's Japan. There's good Japanese teams. There's good Italian teams, um, Dutch teams. Like, I mean, frisbee is pretty international, I'd say. So the and biggest thing about yeah, the biggest thing about frisbee too is that like they have the 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 WUC. What's it called? The the W or yeah, the, the world or, uh, the fuck? Uh, yeah, the world flying disc. Whiff diff. <laughs> something. Yeah, they have they have Olympic style world games. They have yeah. the world games. Like that's the biggest thing when you're you know seventeen, eighteen. You know, playing uh, uh, frisbee uh, in high school is that you want to be good enough to, of course, you know, go to college and play for a decent team, win a title, but you want to make a national team. Like that would be so mm-hmm. cool. Like when oh, we yeah. had a couple of our girls from Ohio State go to uh yeah. was it Germany a few years ago? Uh yeah, Poland, I think. Poland, yeah. That's so cool. Or, like that would be so maybe, cool. No. Or no, yeah. I think I think they went to both. I think Kara went to Germany and Poland separately. I don't know. But yeah, I mean it is like it is sick. Like they got like legit cool looking USA jerseys, like yep. with your name on them. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're they're cool. You can actually, yeah. So I mean, I think frisbee or ultimate is a very viable sport for like a world game because so many different yeah. people from so many different backgrounds can play the sport. You know, um, yeah. and I like if I feel like the average person, if they were like, because I mean, when the Olympics are on, like, I'll go to like the more or less known sports and watch them just so I can try and like learn like or see if I like and, them and pick yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I feel like if people were scrolling and they saw Ultimate, I mean, I don't think everyone would like it, but I, I feel like more people than none would like it. There's a lot um, of people who would come into it and be like, oh, it's not a fucking sport, right? Right away. Yeah. Right away. More people would go into yeah. that. 60% of the people would go into it being like, that's not a sport. But then yeah, the majority still would watch it, right? Press any like, yeah. bad press, good press is all press in general. So people are going to watch it. They're going to be like, okay, what is this? This looks so easy. I could do this in my backyard. Look at me. I, I do it with a beer in my hand, right? That's that's what 90% of the people would look at it. The the, the people who yeah. don't know the sport would look at it and be like, yeah, I could do the same thing too. Imagine if you, and but then at that time, you get the same exposure, worldwide, worldwide exposure, not just the USA, yeah. worldwide exposure. And you have other athletes who are playing like baseball or like basketball or something. They're like, 
the fuck is this? Like, I can do this, right? Like, legitimately, they say, yeah. I can do this. And then they want to be like, I can make the Olympics for this? Yeah. By doing this? Like, you would say football is way harder. I Football is way harder than yeah. Frisbee. Basketball is way harder than Frisbee. Soccer is way harder than Frisbee. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> You take those guys in those sports who are maybe like lower to middle parts of those sports where they, they're not going to make a professional team. They're not going to make a college. Mm -hmm. They're not going to make a good college yeah. team, maybe. But then they're like, but them being that good, they're already better than half of the players who play Frisbee in general. Yeah. Like I can take exactly. our best, my best, like high school football <laughs> player. He's 10 times better than more athletic than any of the guys that I've ever played with in Frisbee. And it's just like, yeah. It would be insane if you had other athletes break into these frisbee sports and just like, yeah, you know, take over. I guess right because right now we have a bunch yeah. of people who play who have never touched a frisbee before going into yeah. college. I mean, it would certainly grow the sport a ton. I do think though that, um, I mean, I know that this is probably pretty controversial within the Frisbee community. And I don't want to talk too much about Frisbee, but I think if, like, to actually be, like, fully seen as, like, a legitimate, huge international sport, like, I feel like they would have to introduce referees. But it, I don't uh, know. I just, I don't know how people would react to the whole self-refereeing thing. Which I mean, oh. like I initially, like before I started playing frisbee, I was like, "Oh, that's the stupidest thing ever." And like now, after playing it, like I don't really, I, I really don't mind it at all. Like I think it's a an interesting touch to the game. It depends on who like you talk to. Yeah, in, yeah. But I feel like with getting people into the game, I don't know. I think you would hit. There's two different audiences. Obviously, you're gonna hit with this, right? You're gonna get the yes, that's awesome, or no, what the hell are you yeah. guys? What what are you guys doing for years, right? I think yeah. the the audience that you would grab initially are a lot of the people who complain about referees in sports now. And a lot of the times when you're watching an NBA game, specifically an NBA game, I'm looking at it like, just let him play. Like, who cares if, if he hacks mm -hmm. him or who cares if he touches his, he barely touches his hand. They yeah. wouldn't do that at the cages. They wouldn't do that at Rucker Park, right? They're not going to, there's no referees out in the, uh, at yeah. the, backlot courts and in the backyard or whatever right same with two and touch football so i feel like you would get kind of this like you might get people who'd be like oh you know this is kind of like a street sport a little bit call your own fouls like yeah but then you're gonna have a lot of the people who are gonna be like no you need referees because you have a lot of people who are just being like foul 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 the boy who crowd foul right you're gonna have that yeah but i think i think people would be able to adjust for it i think there needs to be a middle ground I I was I was fine playing with no referees, but I loved yeah. having an observer around yeah. just to be like to make calls and to yeah. like clarify rules and to like do that because I'm I can't argue for myself going into a frisbee game most of the time. If there's a call and I know for a fact that I'm kind of uncertain about it, even though I should be taking this certain stance, the yeah. other person can come up to me and completely berate me get in my face, talk shit and, and being like, you can't be making this call. Did this, da, 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 da. And I'll be like, I don't know. You're loud and obnoxious. I guess you're right. Like we have the problem with some players <laughs> yeah. on our team and stuff who did that. And like, it worked because like, if you just like beat down on a yeah. person who isn't like very vocal or isn't very like spoken about like their stance, 
they're gonna be like, eh, all right, I guess so, right? Yeah. So I think an observer to come in and be like, because like I would, I would love for someone to come at my ass and be like, rah, 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 and then I'll just look at an observer and be like, I don't know this, yeah. and then he's gonna be like, yeah, it's in your favor, and I'll be like, let's go. Like I don't yeah. like I don't need to really really need to argue then. Yeah. See, I I like having um. Like I I think because there's like active observers and then like there's like a, there's like some observers that like make like hard calls and then there's some observers that make calls when like you go to them and ask them. Yeah. And I think I prefer those ones where you go and ask them. I remember um we had a game in high school senior year. At high school nationals, which unfortunately I had a broken ankle, couldn't play. <laughs> but uh, I remember this observer was these observers were like supposed to be active and like making calls, and like they just like weren't prepared. Like they weren't in the right they weren't in the right positions. Like they were missing call. Like they missed like three or four calls that game. Like they weren't in the right position. Like we went to them and we were like, oh, we don't know. Yep. Um. At, that happened at, that happened at our nationals a lot too didn't it um, we would ask the, the observers and they'd be like we didn't see it so we're just gonna send it back well people think, just send it back in general because that's just a consensus yeah. if you can't if you can't agree then you have to just agree to disagree yes yeah. that, that yeah yeah that, yeah but i, I mean so. i don't i don't hate observers because like um like sometimes when you're playing against the team and like you're guarding the same guy and he's guarding you over and over like you can kind of like set your own physicality. I feel like, um, cause I feel like when I'm playing, like, I don't like to like, like I don't grab people. I don't like follow them, but like, we're like up against each other. Like we're bumping little, and grinding. A little bump and grind. Yeah. Yeah. And like some players are fine with that, which, um, which I feel like is good. I don't know. You have to, yeah. You set your own little like boundaries within, yeah. uh, each other when you're playing against specific players and like I, I know, so I, you know, you have to be a little bit more physical with other players because they're not going to let up. But as soon yeah. as one of you guys call a foul, then it's going to get chippy after that because then you yeah. guys are both going to be calling fouls and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Do you think there's any sport out there that could benefit from self-officiating or benefit from less uh, of like officiating um, in general, like from referees? See, I don't know. Well, the problem is like, see, that's my thing. If frisbee got to a point where like it was huge it was massive people would be trying to cheat the game more like if they were competing for like a world championship like yep like like you expect people to be honest you expect people to be truthful to the game or whatever but like yeah like like in the nba if there were no refs like nah it, it would not work no I just, I no like people would be hard following each other. They yep. get pissed. They'd get hard followed on the other end. Yep. Um, it would be a mess. Like, like those physical sports, the NBA, NFL, like no way. Basketball for sure. You could like you could see some of it be self officiating, but then you have to go back and think yeah, like how does it run when you're playing with your friends on the court? Yeah, it's, some, yeah, yeah, it's like you like when we play call our own fouls like. If I'm playing call my own fouls, like I am not, I just don't like stopping the game. So I'm not going to call a foul unless yeah. like unless someone I get like flagrant foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, unless yeah. I literally get like absolutely hacked. Like if I get bumped and hit on the arm when I'm shooting a layup or something and I miss, like whatever, I still should have made it. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's once thing. you go, once you once you call a foul, once you start calling fouls, like 
your friends are going to start calling fouls on everything too. Yeah. And then I feel like the game just kind of derails from there. I yeah. I mean, that's like I me mean, go back to like us playing at like the wreck or something. Those games yeah. can either go really well and just like, it's just a normal game and all for fun. Yeah. Or they're like some of the most physical, most intense and sometimes like horrible games to play in. Yeah. Like I remember being a part of like multiple games where there were fights on, on certain sides and like wreck people had to come in yeah. because like you're calling fouls next thing you know someone threw a ball at you like yeah. it's i don't know it, get, it, get, yeah. it gets oh, out I mean, of hand yeah i mean it's been a legitimate discussion um in the mlb recently really um not well um i shouldn't say a discussion like by the mlb but like through by like through the fans um is having like robot umps because people have been growing like increasingly mad at home plate umpires and like their strike zone calls. It's not consistent. Yeah. And like people like, I don't, I I don't, I don't follow baseball as closely a couple years ago. Like I followed it super closely. And so I followed a bunch of people on Twitter and like having robot umps was like a pretty popular choice. Um, Which I don't know. A switch from a home plate umpire calling balls and strikes to a robot ump would be a pretty massive change, especially in a game like baseball. Um, Are you saying just because like umpire calls dictate the games? Yeah, and <laughs> it's just like it would be a very stark change from the traditional um, way of baseball. And if there's I mean, any like, sort of sport to not mess with tradition, yeah, <laughs> it's baseball. Yeah, but I mean, like you're you're watching a game, like it is very frustrating, like just seeing like a strike zone from an umpire and he's just calling, he's calling all the low, the low pitches strikes. Or he's calling all the, the inside pitches strikes. So and like, I mean, it can't like, it can't have a significant impact on the game. I remember, I mean, I'm sure everybody remembers when David Ortiz hit that grand slam against the Tigers, <laughs> the playoffs and 400 <laughs> flips over the bullpen. I literally, I literally cried in that game. I mean, that was the last time I, I, I cried watching a sports moment. <laughs> that was back when sports were the only thing in my life. But um, like earlier in that inning, Max Scherzer was pitching and it was a 3-2 count and he threw a perfect pitch. Like I think it was a slider on like the outer half to Xander Bogarts. And like, oh my God, it was a strike. Yeah. It was for sure a strike. And I think there were two outs maybe. But like they have like the, and they show like the the Fox tracks or the pitch track. And I mean, like, it's clearly in the zone according to this track. Yeah, it's hitting the corner or whatever. Yeah. Like, it is for sure a strike. Like, the hitter was frozen. And, like, well, no, it was ball four. Yeah. And then after that, like, the inning just derailed. And, like, of course, you still probably you still should get out of the inning. But, like, it can just, like, it can have massive impacts. It does. Um, no, I'm, like, I remember just playing baseball and it being just, like, an umpire is calling all lows. And then all of a sudden, like, you hit a low and... He's just like ball, right? Or you're not getting any yeah. balls, you know, while you're hitting. And then all of a sudden there's a strike or you're not getting any, uh, you know, strike calls in this area. And then when, when someone throws in, you need it, calls a, you know, calls a strike and you're just like, ah, oh, damn it. But yeah, I think, I mean, it would be nice to, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's so apparent that baseball is so much of a game of inches more so than almost football at this point. Right. Yeah. Football is a game of inches, but I swear to God, baseball is more of a game of millimeters at this point because of yeah. frame. You have to go frame by frame 
watching you someone know. catch a ball at at first base, yeah. dude. Like yeah, I cannot I believe how close shit is. Yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. That like you kind of needed those that like those base umpires, like especially first base or like a play at the plate. Like it, like if we if there were no umps nearby, like and you went by the word of the catcher versus the runner, like even them probably wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I can't I, tell. I, it would, it would be I can't tell. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's impre- like, it, it honestly is impressive though. Um, Like I know umpires and referees in every sport get a ton of slack and a ton of hate, but like, you'll see like, um, like you'll see in the slow-mos, like the ball will literally get in the first baseman's glove. Like, when the when the runner's like foot is like this far from touching yeah. the bag, and like I'd say the majority of the time those umpires get it right. Yeah, no, they're but, crazy. Like, they're crazy at making calls, and I'm not gonna fault yeah. them for that. And it's just the times when yeah you need a camera and you need instant replay. But the thing is too is that referees and shit they still make the wrong call on yeah on instant replays. Like you think instant replays oh, yeah. are like end all replays are. Are a whole another story. I feel like yeah, yeah. Like there's the 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 whole inconclusive evidence. I would be a fan. I don't like I. If you're watching a replay and you think, oh, this probably happened, I think that should be the ruling. If I don't know. Wait, what do you I mean? You said like okay, so the whole inconclusive evidence, like yeah. the ruling on the field stands versus the ruling on the field is confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. If 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 a referee is watching the replay and they'd be like, Oh, I can probably I'm pretty confident in saying this, but I'm not totally sure, I think they should make the call on what they're pretty confident in. Yeah. Because on a normal call on the field, that's what they're making the call on, is that they're pretty confident, like split second decision. I don't know. Now it's like it, it, for the most part, it's all, everyone goes or no one goes at all. Yeah. Like, like do you remember that's how it goes? Although, do you remember? I don't remember what game it was. It was a pretty big call in a basketball game where, like, the dude was going in for a steal and, like, deflected it off his hand. And then, like, the ball kind of, like, rolled off the dude's hand that already had it. Um, So, like, he comes in for a steal and, like, slaps it away. Yeah. And, like, naturally, like, if the ball is in the dude's hands, it's probably going to touch his hand last as it leaves, even if the other dude is the one that tries to slap it away. Yeah. And like they reviewed it and it was like, oh, the dude handling the ball like touched it last. And like that kind of sucked because the defender literally just comes in and tries to slap it away. Yep. But like the technicality is that like it touches the ball handler's hand first. And like there's, I mean, I don't think there's that much there to be like, I think that you, those calls are easier to make, in my opinion, than there are of when, when a ball is crossing a goal line. And you can't see where the ball is at. You can't see yeah. where the where the person's knee is landing because someone else is in the way. So it's like I can't tell. So no. So we're we're not gonna do yeah. it, kind of thing. Compared to watching fingers touch a basketball, and like it's super apparent when a ball hits a rim because a ball's angle yeah. is going. Yeah. It, it's incredible how we're like you're dissecting instant replays where a ball is coming out and hit a rim, and it's still going in the same motion. Nothing changes. So you're just like, all right, it didn't hit the rim. But yeah. it's it's going, and all of a sudden, you see it spinning, and then you see it slow down in spinning, but it's still going in the same direction. You you think, oh, it it didn't st- hit change angles and go down or whatever. It didn't hit yeah. the rim, 
but it nicked it so much that it to change the spin just a little bit. And it, mm-hmm. I, I think some of that stuff is like really fascinating and a lot of fun to watch during live games is when you're thinking like, yeah. oh, it did, it did, it did, or it didn't, it didn't just because of that. Yeah. And I've, I don't know, in the past when I was definitely a more emotional sports fan, probably not as rational, like blaming the rest would be the first thing I would do. Oh, easily. <laughs> Every time. They're scapegoats. And now I'm trying to get away from that where I'm like, oh, it's a part of the game. Which like, so like a refs fucking I, I actually, up part of the game. The, that pitch, <laughs> that pitch in the game I was talking about. I have a picture of it saved on my phone, like literally a screenshot of it. <laughs> you took a picture that long ago? Oh wait. <laughs> wait, hold on. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, probably not. It's got a like. Oh, bottom left. Yeah, Is it? You can kind of like. Like you can kind of—I don't know if you can see it. Is it is it hitting the bottom screen. left Probably corner? Not. Yeah, it's in the yeah, it's in the bottom left corner. Like it's, it's like in it's, the rect. It's in clearly in that little zone. No, I think I mean yeah. I think there should be, I think strikes and shit should be automated. You need if if there is consistency, that's so easy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. pitchers, throw it into the strike zone or don't. Get the batter yeah. to swing it's, it's, or don't. It's weird though because yeah, it, it is weird having. One umpire that has a high strike zone, one umpire that has an outside strike zone. Like, no, no. Know. Uh, players should be rewarded for taking a pitch and knowing that that ball is just outside the strike yeah. zone, the built strike mm-hmm. zone. A strike yeah. zone shouldn't be malleable and shouldn't be changing every other pitch. A pitcher should yeah. be rewarded for doing his job, throwing it into the strike zone or throwing it just outside the strike zone, so the batter has to has to uh, swing and he misses. Yeah. Like, there should be calculated rewards for players during games there shouldn't be a i threw it straight down the middle but the guy called it a ball it's like what the hell am i gonna do like of course pitchers and batters want to hit the ump or turn it like start yelling at him and this and that like yeah i think there needs to be consistency with that now i'm saying like i don't like obviously yeah sure you're gonna (laughs) an umpire is gonna lose his job that's the issue right now that's like 99 percent of the issue (laughs) is that umpires will lose their jobs or home plate umpires at least would lose their jobs. For the yeah. most parts, they'll just be ambassadors for calls at that point. Because like yeah. I think they they should still be, you know, be making calls. Uh I don't know though, because then if you say, Oh, we can have them making calls at first base or third base or whatever, you can still use instant replay and shit for that. Yeah. So like that bad, those could be baseball. automated. Baseball technically is one of the sports where you could have fully automated refereeing. Like you try could it. just have, you could just have a robot. Like you, you could have a robot making those calls at first base. Like, they should, they should legitimately know. try it. Whether it's in a high school scene, college scene, and uh, like a simulation in MLB game with actual refs, but like yeah. they should actually try it. I mean, it emotionally changes the game. Yeah. And mentally changes the game too. When when but, you you know make a different call or uh yeah. you know call something else like Yeah. The thing yeah. It'd just be like if a player, if a pitcher starts hitting a player and then they start retaliating and then there's no no umpire to enforce it. Oh true. It's <laughs> just, just an be, empty field. Brawling. Yeah, no, brawling that... on the field with no umpires. Next thing you know, it's like the movie uh I Robot. And a bunch of those sunnies come out of the dugout and they just start beating yeah. the shit out of all the players trying to enforce them to stop yeah. <laughs> fighting each other. Yeah. 
I mean, you probably remember, like, you do remember the Armando Galarraga for the Tigers. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up and be like, imagine if yeah. that call had been made. Like, yeah. Come on, dude. Like, yeah, it literally lost one perfect game. And, like, in an MLB it, setting, like, they, I would probably kill myself if if yeah. I lost a perfect game. Because that guy is not in the league anymore. Eh, I think he, I don't know if he still is. Jim Joyce? <sighs> not. No, he was like a pretty prominent uh, umpire at the time. No, I mean, no, no. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the pitcher. I'm talking about the pitcher. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah, the pitcher like that was. I get it. That's that was pitchers. mostly yeah. a one-hit wonder game. I mean, he wasn't like he wasn't like like he had a couple of good games every now and then, but like that was for sure yeah. a fluke from the norm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that sucked. But they both, and it, it sucked. But they both handled it super well. Like. I mean, the umpire was like crying after the game, like was devastated. Um, like, and then I remember the ne- I remember the next day the the Tigers had Galarraga bring out the lineup card because Jim Joyce, the umpire, was being was the home plate ump the next day. Yeah, like they had Galarraga bring out the lineup card to him, and like Galarraga forgave him and everything. But I mean, yeah, Galarraga got a Corvette out of yeah, that too. I remember the game of Corvette. <laughs> Hey, we fucked up. Here's a Corvette. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, your name was going to be in the history book with 20 other people. Yeah. But now you got a Corvette. (laughs) You could probably already afford. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, he probably has like a fucking Rolls Royce at that point. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting topic. I think it'll always be relevant. Referees will always be making different i mean i haven't heard anything recently from like nba referees or anything if anything the most news to come out from referees recently are just like uh like the first you know black female referee to come in or um female referees like that's literally it and it's more of more of like just breaking barrier kind of news than it is like seahawks packers kind of news like replacement referee stuff i think was the last time there was like a big referee scandal we need we need referees to start betting on games more so we can get more news articles like new headlines from that yeah now one thing i've yes one thing a little bit off topic but one thing i've always found funny with referees is that like baseball basketball football like if any kind of scuffle breaks out the rest are there to break it up but in hockey like <laughs> players can literally just have full on fist fights and the referees just stand there skating in circles watching it. Yeah. It's so funny. I don't know what the the un um the unwritten rules or like the rules are for like fighting it's, and stuff for hockey where like, I don't know either. I think it's kind of like if two like if it's the start of the game, nothing has happened, no chippiness and two players just start to fight, a referee will like break it up and be like no nah, yeah. no. Nah, nah. But if like a player makes a dirty hit and another player on the other team tries to start a fight with them. I yeah. think the refs are just like, eh, he deserves because it. there are That's clearly awesome. legal and yeah. illegal fights in hockey. I just yeah. don't know There's some... exactly how to de- delineate them. Yeah. I remember playing NHL like 2K, like 13, 14. I don't even remember <laughs> with me, with Eli. <laughs> and we would you, you could you would spam triangle to start a fight with someone <laughs> yeah. so we would literally just be spamming triangle the entire game getting our whole team in the penalty box dude those are the, like those are the best with all of those those sports games is that if you could figure out yeah. how to like 
fight or do something that was yeah, just like MLB Slugfest. Slugfest, you're fighting uh, in hockey, you're fighting NASCAR. You turn the cars around and drive backwards yeah. into <laughs> all of the oncoming traffic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was some of the most fun times I remember playing. That was the yeah. one time I remember buying a NASCAR game, like NASCAR, like 01 or 02 or something. And just every single time, just race would start. You're like, let's go racing. And then I immediately just break, turn around and drive backwards. See who could create the biggest crash. And it goes back to like burnout. People love crashes and shit. Yeah. Burnout. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. No referees are referees are good. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I used to be like, oh, my God, we lost the game because of the refs. Like, my Twitter back in the day when I just live tweeted about sports, even though no one cared. <laughs> like, I'm dude, I I would go back and, like, like I would, like, search up, like, Miguel Cabrera's name or something or just search up Tigers or, like, their bullpen. Like, I would just type that into Twitter. And, dude, I would tweet, like, 10 times during a single MLB game yeah. in the middle of July, a meaningless game out of 162. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, my God, like, this is th- this guy needs to be fired. Like, what a horrible job. Yeah. And it'd just be a meaningless game, and I'd have 10 tweets about it. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, how did I have followers back then? It's all but just, yeah. like, random sports bot accounts that would follow you because you kept tweeting yeah. about tigers too much or miguel cabrera cabrera and i was i was fully negative back then like i didn't praise anyone if any single thing went wrong i would slander them (laughs) yeah you're a half glass empty kind of guy for everything (laughs) and i look back my tweets and i'm like jesus christ yeah i try to this is bad i try to stay away from i've been trying to post less negative things about it unless it's like actually like really negative but I try to look on the brighter side yeah. more so just because it's like, don't be, don't be such a downer all the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do we want to let's talk about sports? Should we transition into our top five of the week? Yeah, we're going to transition from, uh, let's see, we'll, we'll transition out of sports uh, into uh, sports. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. What do we got? Um, What's our top five this week? So this week, our top five, um, this is a, very difficult one, but we're going to do top five sports jerseys. And I think we have, um, we're going all time. So this could be teams, current jerseys right now. This could be jerseys they wore in the 1890s. If we're talking about MLB jerseys, this could be jerseys they wore one time for one game ever. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're going to go top five sports jerseys of all time. Um, I tried to be a little, I tried to be diverse with mine. Um, uh, um, gonna have a ton of honorable mentions, but yeah, I think I have one team from like the Power Five sports. I have one hockey, one NBA, one NFL, one MLB, and one soccer jersey. I don't have a soccer um, one. That's the only one I don't have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, soccer jerseys are a little harder, but yeah. Um, this was very hard. I mean, there's so many. There are a ton of jerseys. jerseys. Ton there's of teams. So many iconic jerseys. Um. And then if you're listening to this, um, feel free to pause it and Google them as we talk about them. Because some of mine are a little bit more obscure that people probably haven't seen. Um, but we'll kick it off. Um, my number five, I have the Hartford Whalers jersey. Um, hockey team, no longer around. Um, Hartford <laughs> Whalers, the white, the white jersey, especially. Um, so they have like a green and a blue and a white scheme. 
Hartford Whales. Hartford Whalers. Whalers. Yeah. I've yeah, never heard of that name before in my entire life. <laughs> but yeah, look at their jersey. Um, their logo is really cool. I really like their logo. Let me look it up. Um, they got like the the fin of the whale, and then they have a W below. What and together is there a certain year for it, or is just in general? Um, just Google Hartford Whalers um, white jersey. see number five heart for whalers oh okay yeah yeah so it, like the logo together it forms like the h kind of in the middle kind of looks like a butt yeah <laughs> that's that's why i picked it <laughs> but um green and blue green and blue is an interesting color combo but i'm a fan yeah it's like it's really close in in, in color wise but if yeah. you can like get it to pop a little bit yeah yeah i mean the, the green ones the green ones are nice too but um yeah. okay yeah that's my number five and hockey jerseys, hockey jerseys are so many to pick from. Hockey jerseys are just cool in general. Um, the long sleeves, the, the the tying at the collar at the neck is really yep. cool. But yeah, no. Speaking of tying at the collar, my number five is the uh, the actual the Columbus Blue Jackets the third jersey they had one year, and it's called the yeah. Just look up Columbus Blue Jackets third jersey. Is it a powder blue or is it? A- um, no, Columbus Blue Jackets. Is it the one with the cannon on it? Yeah, it's the uh, the dark blue with the light blue trim, and yeah. then the the cream that off white yep. cream color yeah, that's is a great is an incredible like sweatshirt jersey you can have too. That's why I've been trying to look for a sweatshirt jersey like this. And they're but they're like they're super expensive. But the, this is yeah. one of the coolest jerseys. I, it's like a throwback looking jersey too. Um, yeah, no, I'm from Columbus. So I'm I guess I'm a little bit biased on that. But like Daniel no, I said, really like that jersey. Yeah, hockey jerseys in general, I think, are the coolest jerseys. They yeah. have. They may not be the flashiest, but they're like the most versatile jerseys. Yeah. Mm, no, yeah, that's time. a really good pick. I mean, I'm not a Blue Jackets fan. I'm yeah. a Red Wings fan, which is kind of the opposite. But <laughs> like, I, I, I've I've thought about getting one of those jerseys in the past. Yep. I mean, like, like those those three colors are three of the best on a hockey jer- or on a sports jersey. Having the baby blue with the darker blue is a great combo for jerseys, and then also the cream. Yeah, because it could just be white. It's so much good, but no, yeah. let's do cream instead. Cream just brings it out a little bit more. It makes it a little bit more retro. Yeah. Um, so before I do my number four, I think um, we got the roommate Sion eavesdropping on the podcast. He hit me with the text: Miami Heat light blue and pink for coolest jersey for me. Light blue and pink. Okay. Shout out to Sion. With the Sion, we got him eavesdropping. I think his, I can see his ear under at the bottom of the door, <laughs> laying down. Yeah, I see him. Light blue jersey. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. No, I know exactly what he's talking about. That's that's actually on my list too. Later, somewhere down there. Oh, not wow. not that one specifically, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess sort of. Yeah. Wait, let me look it up real quick. Make sure I remember. Yeah. Yep. Like the the vice the vice. Is that what it's called? Yep, the Miami Vice uh, yeah. collection. I'm gonna use. I I yeah. I said the entire collection really is uh for me is one of the jerseys. Yeah. All right. So this one, uh, my number four. This is probably someone a lot of people probably have never seen before. Um, like the heart. This one Whalers. is. <laughs> this one is a Denver Nuggets jersey, but it's the ABA from the the a their ABA times. It has a pickaxe on it, and it has a little golden nugget on it. Yeah, I see it. 
That's a real wait. Which color? The blue or like the cream one? I again like the blue or like the I like the white creamy one. Okay. I feel I always usually prefer that one. Wow, that's a I have never seen them ever wear that like as a new. I have they think they've maybe worn it once, but I don't know. No, they definitely have. They might not have actually. Yeah. But like I see that Iguodala one right there. Yep. I think. Yeah. Huh. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. That's Uh, my number four. My number four are the Chargers electric blue jerseys. Those are some of the most iconic jerseys I've seen. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it, it, it like goes hand in hand with Ladanian Tomlinson. Yep. For me, I think that's, I think that's the thing is about jerseys is that the jerseys may not be that cool graphically or like aesthetically, but attached to whatever team they're with the players that they're on like makes the jerseys even better so i remember watching i used to hate the chargers a long time ago because i'm a colts fan yeah and the Chargers would just whoop up on peyton manning uh in the playoffs every now and then and i remember antonio cromarty getting three interceptions on uh peyton manning one of them was a one-handed falling backwards yeah. one yeah, I remember when he had the electric blue jerseys on Ladanian Tomlinson mm-hmm. with Philip Rivers. Like it was incredible. Those jerseys were incredible at that time, specifically LT. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, number four. Um, yeah. That jersey is my number three. The nice. Chargers blue with the the lightning. Okay. Um, and again, I was like, I was picturing Ladanian Tomlinson in my head. And that also made me think about that's my favorite, you know, the, the This is Sports Center commercials. Yeah. Um, the Daniel Thomas one is my favorite where he's in the he's in the mail room sorting mail. Yeah. And he I think Steve Levy comes in or something and like takes his mail from his slot and it's like the wrong name or something. And, it, and LaDainia Tomlinson is in there with his super dark yep. tinted visor. With the helmet on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can't see where he's putting him. So he's just putting him in the wrong <laughs> one. That's that, that, I think that's my favorite. This is for center commercial. Yeah, I know. I love those. <laughs> I wish those came back. They just even if they they come back, they just yeah they needed to start reshowing yeah. them because a lot of them had like the one with like some some of them with like Stuart Scott and all of those guys were yeah. really 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 good like the old anchors like yeah. yeah I used to watch the compilations of them all the time I can't think of a ton off my head right now but like there's so many good ones but like the ones with Kershaw sitting in the chair where he just throws the pencils up into the ceiling yep I know that one I like the yeah, Steve Urban like- one with the Florida Gator yeah that one was fun. I think there's the one with the back when Oregon was in its football prime. They had one where like someone like looked out their office window and like the Oregon duck mascot was like in a pond, <laughs> like next to their office building or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my number three pick. The Chargers blue, powdery blue, I think it is, with with the lightning bolts. Yep. Those are sick. I think they're kind of trying to bring them back, but I feel like they don't they don't look the same right now. But they... they're still pretty sick. No, they they are they're, they're the same. They are, yeah. Okay. Like I I remember watching Justin Herbert with the Bosa and them on it. Yeah. Oh oh okay okay yeah. They have a couple different ones, I think. No, this I think the was, lightning bolts might be different. No, mm-hmm. it the blues got a little bit darker. I think they tried mm-hmm. one with like a little bit of a darker blue, and it just looks weird. It's not as like the bright electric blue. Yeah, but yeah, that's my number three pick. Uh, my number three is the Miami Heat. It's the uh, the vice, the Miami Vice jerseys, and I like the black ones just because it was like kind of like a mm-hmm. little bit of a midnight, but a uh, 
got like a hint of like the neon pink and the neon yellow and stuff and the green like yeah i also like the the bright blue ones the bright blue one was really mm-hmm. good pink one too with the fate like a little bit of a the gradient fade on it was kind of cool when they 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 did those last year specifically i think right was it during the bubble or was it before the bubble i'm getting my years mixed up at this i mean point. it's the last couple of years for sure i don't know exactly though but when they first released it because they only did those for the the city league ones mm-hmm. the city jerseys and i yeah. think they were one of the few that i was like that's a damn good jersey for the city ones because sometimes they'll release these like alternate jerseys mid season or whatever for like a special event. And they're kind of just like, well, right. Yeah. So Miami vice number three. All right. My number two, we're hitting up some baseball here. This one is a Mariners, Seattle Mariners throwback. Um, this one's Ooh. also cream colored. Um, it says Mariners and the M in Mariners is a trident. If you can find that. Um. Wait. Um. Can't find the one with the. Oh, the trident above the M. Uh, I mean, yeah, like the trident comes down, like. Oh wait, that's a and like forms the M in Mariners. Oh, that's a trident. Wait. I th- I think so, right? Um, I. I don't know. I don't know. It just looks like a. I'm, I don't know. I can't, there can't be a different. I think it's a trident. Okay, yeah, no, it's a trident. I, I, I'm seeing an article about it. It's a trident. What am I? Mariners cream jersey trident M. What did you look up for this? Let me find. Because either I don't see the trident, <laughs> or you're looking at it as like a different trident. Here, I'll send it to you. Mariners. It's. I mean, I I like this like this regular cream colored jersey with like this is Mariners on it. Did you DM it on? Yeah, I just sent it to you. Okay, this one is. You like that one? I did not see yeah. that one come up at all. The number thirty eight one. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, can't say I'm a fan of that one, but damn, I get really at all. <laughs> that might hey. be one of the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. <laughs> How? It's just this like sick. It's, it's cream like color. M is I mean, kind of. It's kind of cream, but it's like a. It's like the 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 stripes on the on the sleeves. Are kind of whatever, but it's the it's like a it's like a thick M, right? But then the rest of yeah. the Ariners are like kind of small and like skinny, and it I don't it doesn't really. Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me. I mean that one. I mean that one could be a fake. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a maybe there's a better Mariners. I mean, that could be a fake one. That looks like a fake um, one because I see another one down here with all the letters are kind of the same size, and yeah. they look a little bit better. Maybe that one might be fake too. Fuck, <laughs> dude, I don't know. Maybe they're all fake. Here goes an Ichiro one. I don't know. Uh, I'm a fan of it personally. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. That's what it is personally. Actually, no, it's not personally because this is an objective list. <laughs> so 
this is objectively the best jersey <laughs> at number two. <laughs> Um, my number two is just a normal, uh, the Yankees pinstripe jerseys. Oh, oh, I hate the Yankees, but that's like one of the most iconic jerseys of all time. And I think they, yeah. they've done a really well, like good job for like what their organization is. I mean, you know, Yankees are like the cream of the crop with, yeah. I think like a high tier organization, high tier expectations. Uh, same with like the Patriots, same with like... Yeah. The Lakers, like all of those teams have like expectations yeah. are at the roof and above. So having like clean shaven, having the pinstripe jerseys, like, you know, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, all of their pictures, they have the white turtlenecks. Like it's uh Yeah. That's I think I think the Yankees pinstripe jerseys are just an iconic baseball jersey. Fair enough. That's 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 pretty much it, really. Yeah. My number one, I have um, a soccer jersey. This one is a is a newer one, um, popularized during the World Cup when this country did well. It is the Nigeria soccer jersey. Uh, Nigeria soccer jersey. You'll recognize it, I assume. Um, is one. it okay? There's like three or four. I don't. I don't um, recognize this from when they were good. So. Uh, is it the one? I mean, all of these look really cool, honestly. I mean, I'll send. It is it the one. one that is like the lightning bolts, basically across the entire yeah. chest or whatever? Yeah. Here, I'll just send you what I'm looking at. Okay. It is. Wait. Oh yeah, you sent it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. I kind of like the one where it's like it has the white straight down the middle, and it has like yeah, that first one. That first one is cool too. I don't even like yep, remember yep, that the one. first one. But that one is really cool as well. But yeah, that one, um, like that one's a bit more exotic, which I'm usually not a fan of. Like the colors, the lightning bolts, kind of. It's it's kind of like it's if you look like close enough, or you look at it at a hard time, it's kind of hard to look at sometimes too, where it's kind of a like a three D image. Where yeah. it's it's not straight lines going down, like making the little arrows. It's yeah. jig jagged lines making the arrows down, so it looks fuzzy and it looks like you're not totally in focus when you're looking yeah. at it. So I think that's what's interesting about it, also. But yeah, no, I, I like this one yeah. a lot. This one's pretty but cool. I'm, yeah, I remember because like around the time of the World Cup, like every country will like start to release their jersey. Yep. Uh, and like I don't know, like the months before, and I remember this one got released, and everyone was like drooling over it. Really? Yeah. When was yeah. this? Back in twenty. This for the twenty eighteen. Eighteen World Cup. When is the World yeah. Cup? Every two years. Every four. Oh, it was every four, but it's off set with the Olympics. Yeah, it's eighteen, twenty two, twenty six. Okay, so we got. We should be able to get a World Cup, hopefully. <laughs> in one more in in a year from now i mean usa soccer is <clears throat> trending in the positive direction so i do like the nationality so we, the of, usa makes it i do like the nationality of world cup because like i think yeah. that's the only time where i feel like i'm i want to be rooting for <laughs> our country <laughs> is during like some of the olympic games and the world cup specifically um, but yeah also if you're listening it, there's a lot of um good 
2018 World Cup jerseys. Um, just like as some honorable mentions, the Croatia one, which is just like a red and white checker, is really good. Um, I really like that one. Croatia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like I really like France's jersey as well. They have like a little rooster cockerel thing on their jersey. It looks very premiery and like yeah. Englishy. Yeah, it's like Tottenham's kind of. Yeah. But yeah. The Croatia red checker is pretty. pretty you well like jerseys with collars on them? Um like a full, like legit collar that like folds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see that in Ultimate and you see that in soccer. Yeah. Um they're okay. I mean, I think people are like trying to bring them back as a trend, like to be throwbacky, and then they like kind of just don't look good. Yep. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan. Like some people are. I guess I got to kind of look at some with collar. Huh. Um. Okay. Some. Okay. Some do look good. I know. Like France has some. Like I can picture. PSG maybe like I can picture Neymar wearing one with a collar I think yep they're they're all right I like them um this up real quick yeah the new ones that PSG has this year have collars the they're nice white ones with the stripe up the side okay. What was that? Was that your number one? Yeah, that was my number one. Okay. Uh, my number one is the 2000... Oh, dude, I don't know if I should go from 99 to 2003. The Toronto Raptors jerseys. From... With the dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah, I had that as an, uh, as an honorable mention. That's either... It's either that one or the 99 away jersey. It's either, it's either like the one with the dinosaur on it or the regular one that it just like says Toronto on it, but it's got like the black on the sides with like the white arrows, red trim. Which ones? It's Vince Carter basically made these jerseys iconic. Yeah. But I think the yeah no I think I think the one with the dinosaur. Wait, like is the the, the nineteen ninety nine away one does it have a dinosaur on it or no? No. Wait, I mean, is this jersey purple in the front and black in the back? I think so. Hmm. Hold on. Interesting. Um. Maybe 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 not. Let's see. Let's see. Raptors. Raptors. Uh. Ninety nine jersey. Now see that's a that's the uh yeah it's the one with the dinosaur. Like this one is sweet right here. I'll just, I'll send you I'll send you a link to this one. So this is like I think I think this is the one that's like the best one. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like I like the black uh, like, I mean, trim yeah, on the it's sides. It's another jersey where I see it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's Vince Carter's jersey. The dinosaur, the dinosaur is the honorable mention. I think is one of the honorable mentions. Yeah. I have a lot of those. The dinosaur one is pretty sick. 
because you can't get a whole lot of these jerseys where like the actual logo or like a mascot or like a cartoon character or whatever on the front is like good looking because yeah. you get a lot of those and they're yeah. really bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember that dinosaur one was common when like AliExpress and DHK got popular. Yeah. And like the, the fake jersey phase in high school. I, I got to find a new fake jersey website. Yeah. Get some jerseys. But yeah, that's a good pick. What do you have for an honorable mention? Um, so I mean, I probably have a a bunch of honorable mentions. Um, I'll start by saying I'll go with some all-encompassing ones first. Basically, any powder blue, baby blue jersey, Grizzlies, um, <laughs> kind of like the turquoisey yeah. one was, was like, incredible. Um, like Blue Jays, like the St. Louis, the St. Louis Cardinals for no reason have a nice. Uh powder blue one with red yeah um but yeah any of those um i had the the dinosaur raptors jerseys yeah um i'll actually counter your yankees pinstripes and say that i like the padres pinstripes jerseys better yeah Um, you can almost say they're actually and they're like they're they brought them back and like i think they're like their main jersey now um, i can picture fernando tatis in them that's um right now. okay i think no there was another one. Oh, the mets had really have really good pinstripe jerseys yeah um here we go oh yeah the, the brown padre ones yeah with the pinstripes yeah um the brewers i think have some good jerseys they also have pinstripes. I don't know. Pinstripes are really cool. My childhood team, we had pinstripes for a while. Really? Yeah. They're pretty sick. <laughs> Can't lie. But um Oh, Phillies. Yeah, Phillies have a really good one. Phillies, yeah. Um NBA. The NBA is iconic for I feel like for their throwback jerseys. And yeah, like they love having, wearing like, throwback jerseys. Having like animals or like something on the front. Like I can think of the Milwaukee Bucks one with the big buck on the front. I the can think Bulls, of the maybe the yeah. I can think of the the Utah Jazz one with the mountain in it. Um, the, the new Pistons. Utah Jazz jerseys are so cool. Oh, with like the the uh, the ombre, the ombre coloring, the pickaxe, and like it's like a cross or whatever. Wait, the Jazz Nuggets. Sorry, Nuggets. Oh. I guess the Jazz do have the gradient, which is really nice. Yeah. Pacers yeah, I like the one. Jazz. Um, what else is there? There's so many good jerseys. Oakland, yeah. The Oakland A's, just regular green jerseys with the yellow yeah. and white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, the I like the Warriors ones that have the, um, the cable cars on the back. Uh, the back of the jersey has a cable car, and then the number is inside of the cable car. Um, I can't remember this one. Cable car jersey. Oops. Oh yeah, I yeah the front's pretty iconic. I don't even remember seeing yeah. the cable cars on the back. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, I like those a lot. One of my favorite, like I have a couple, is the um the USA 2012 jerseys, basketball. Those are just like they're really simple. Just like the logo is just like kind of pinned up with the numbers or whatever, kind of sharp. It's just it looks very yeah. clean. 
simple, clean. And um, I also liked like that's the thing about some of these like jerseys and stuff is like I would I like it when it's all just one specific color. Like mm -hmm. a whiteout of like the old of the um, I mean, you'll we'll probably see them tonight, too, is the all star game jerseys that they have the last couple of years where they're literally either all black or all white and the uniforms are all black and all white. Yeah, um, I love blackouts and whiteouts. So, you know, I think Ohio State does a fantastic job yeah. with their blackout jerseys. I mean, yeah, blackout jerseys are always sweet. Yeah, that's what the USA jerseys remind me of. They're like these soccer team jerseys yeah. and stuff just yeah. reverse. And then, yeah, I just sent you one. I don't know. Which, the thing with the soccer jerseys is they literally change every year. Like, yeah, like Premier League teams and all those teams, like, like not even exaggerating, like they have a new jersey every single year. I mean, is it something that they need to keep up with, like a trend where they just need to be like, oh, I don't going to like stick out or is it kind of just like, you I don't want to change for no reason. I have no idea. But the USA one I just sent you. Yeah, I really like that one. I like I, I like the logo a lot. Yeah. And specifically, I think in Ultimate, they did their logo like this. Yeah. Like the ones that the the women's team got was yeah. arguably one of my favorite frisbee jerseys I've ever seen was because mm -hmm. of that logo and the way this if you stylize yeah. whatever you're doing based around that shape and that logo. Yeah, and then so it also good. has like the like on the blue part on the blue stripes, you can like kind of see the the little stars. Yeah, no. It's a nice touch adding a little bit yeah. of a stars on it. But yeah. Um ton of iconic jerseys. I don't I guess our objective top three is gonna be tough. Yeah. Not, I mean, the, this Mar not the Mariners, it sounds like. Maybe not the Mariners. <laughs> um definitely the Chargers jersey will be in there, I think. Yep. Um I think maybe like as a whole we could go with baseball pinstripes. Yeah. I mean, I do like the Yankees jerseys. The Yankees jerseys are sweet. They're just I think yeah, they're just historically the most the most yeah, iconic. The most, yeah. But I think they could look I think the pinstripes could look better on some other jerseys. Yeah. Um and honestly that blue jackets jersey with the cannon, the baby blue, blue and cream. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I could yeah, I I kind of forgot about that one. I could easily put that one in my top three. Yeah, it's one of these things that's like, would you wear these jerseys? And I would absolutely wear any mm -hmm. of these jerseys. Well, okay, fuck it. I'm not gonna wear a fucking Yankees jersey. But yeah. oh, I'm never wearing Yankees. <laughs> Hell no. Fuck them. I have a Red Sox jersey. <laughs> I'm never wearing. I would never wear a Yankees Red Sox jersey either. <laughs> no, I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers. I like the Tigers jerseys with the English D. Yep, those are good jerseys. Yep, yep. That was the first time I ever I ever uh, heard of Old English, and I was obsessed with yeah. the Tigers jerseys. I was obsessed with like the Tigers and stuff back in '06 when Pudge was playing. I loved, yeah. I loved those teams. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Maglio Ordonez. Maglio, dude, I had a Maglio baseball card. Like, I have a Maglio jersey at home. That was so fun. Yeah, his name was so cool. I mean, yeah. Um. So I guess we can say number one. Number one with the, the Chargers jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think those are a combination of great color. Um. It works. Throwback, the electric blue brought back yeah and like a dominant prominent sports figure that like you can like assemble like you can you can put next to it and be like yeah this is ladanian thomas this is ladanian thompson this was Antonio gates this was philip yeah. rivers like that like you can put these jerseys on your body this is like how you can identify a really good jersey is i want to wear it i love the colors 
Yeah. And I can recognize that jersey with a specific player or a specific team. Yeah. I can picture myself wearing a Chargers jersey because I love the colors. Um, my darker mm-hmm. skin tone complexity would really work with it. Aside from that, the Danian Thomason, like you said, and then the colors like the like the blue yeah. and the yellow pop out enough where it's like it's nice. Yeah. Um. Number two, I I, I think we I'd probably say just the pinstripes. I mean, the Yankees like the Yankees have had the same jersey. Yep. For so long, I mean, it is very iconic. It is a good jersey. Yeah. Like. If I was a New York fan, like I would definitely wear that with pride. I you but, take um, yeah, take the pinstripe jersey aesthetic yeah. as number two because yeah, I think it looks even it, it looks really good on the Yankees. But I like I, I think the Yankees is like they're iconic because like they're very simple, very plain, very I don't want to stand yeah. out. Throw mm-hmm. it on the Mets uniform, really nice. Throw it on the Phillies uniform, really nice. The Padres uniform, really really nice. Like yeah, I really like the Padres one. Pinstripes at number two. Yeah. And then I guess number three, um, we can go with that Columbus Blue Jackets one. Blue Jackets, yeah. Um, hockey jerseys are just sweet in general. Um, adding cream to a jersey just enhances it like 99% of the time, I feel like. Yeah. And then the baby blue with the darker blue or just lighter blue with the darker blue. What's with baby blue and blue being like of like a hot, hot topic, like a hot jersey know. color. Like it's always a know. good jersey color. Yeah, because I remember seeing Rhode Island basketball. Yep, they had a dark blue with a lighter blue jersey, mm-hmm. and I loved those. But yeah, we'll go with that Blue Jackets one. If you don't remember that one, just what did you say? Blue Jackets third jersey. Yeah, Blue Jackets third jersey. Yeah, if you Google Blue Jackets third jersey, it's like the first second and third one on the results maybe i'll put this into a um i'll put uh, maybe i'll edit pictures into the podcast if anyone watches on youtube yeah so uh, we don't get that many views on youtube but i can i can throw pictures yeah. in anyway yeah that one's a really good one it's a good list yeah, i think it's a good list next week i think we should we'll, we'll talk about march madness a little bit more we got the tourney baby yeah. I yes, haven't been paying as much attention to it. I haven't yeah. paid any attention to college basketball, but I'm about to join in in a $50 fantasy league for March Madness. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be so fun. My interest is like average right now, and it's like Michigan State is on the bubble. Yeah. So if Michigan State makes the tournament, it goes way up. If Michigan State doesn't make the tournament, it's just I don't even care. Dude, I, I mean, I'll always root for OSU going into the tournament and yeah. stuff, but I know they're not going to make it very far. But most of the time, they, they'll prove me wrong of me thinking they'll lose in the second round, but they'll make it to like the fourth round for some reason. Yeah. But March Madness, it's like the last thing I'll say, March Madness is the most electrifying sport and the most anticipated yeah. sport opening weekend of mm-hmm. all time. Like, yeah. I don't care if NBA basketball hasn't been around for four years. If March Madness comes around, I that's the only sport I will put my phone up during class in mm-hmm. high school watch it secretly yep. sneak it have the teacher try to pull it up on a projector always yeah. making a bracket like what are you doing making a bracket you should be doing this like that's like yeah. eh, i don't know it's the most fun thing the worst tasty worst thing you get out of it is that your team loses best case scenario or not best case scenario your team does well worst case scenario your team may get out but you're watching still the best basketball of the entire year because there's no like there's no better way to see you know games end than on game winners or upsets 
-hmm. Now, I don't think that like a singular, uh, that's one thing though, is that like, I don't think a singular upset determines how much better of a team is than the other team. Like, sure, Mercer might beat Duke on the first (laughs) round of uh, as a number 15 seed, but like objectively, Duke would probably beat them nine out of 10 times, you would think. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. But still. In the moment, no, yeah. you got to play well. <laughs> yeah, those first round games, they're always on. I think they're always on Thursday, Friday. Yep. But yeah, I just remember they start like, I don't know, like 11 o'clock yeah. in the morning. I think super early while you're in school. You're trying to pull them up. You're watching them. You, you get on the bus to go home. You're watching them. You get back and then you just sit on the couch from literally when you get home till I think they go to like midnight. Because uh, I think the last game starts at like 10. Yeah, I guess the early so, games. So I think at nine fifty-seven specifically, because they always start at like those those odd times. This year is going to be weirder too, because they're all going to be in the same area. It's yeah, gonna, that's oh, true. dude, imagine if you're living in Indianapolis right now. How? It, yeah. Imagine if there wasn't COVID and they still did it yeah. in the singular city. That that's what they should That'd do. They should have NBA playoffs. They should have NFL playoffs. All this shit, all in one fucking city. How cool would that be like the Olympics? That would be sick. Imagine having the Olympics every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. All right, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I'm down to wrap it up. We play Fortnite after this? Um, or you got homework. I do, I don't know. I'll maybe play, I don't know. I guess we'll see if Rudy and Jackson are. I don't know. We'll text. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm down to not play, but like. Yeah, I don't know. Down to play, too. Axel also just said mini at two o'clock. I don't know if that has any traction, so. <laughs> it has as much traction as us playing Fortnite, so. <laughs> try to try to push for yeah. mini so we don't have to stream. <laughs> All right. I'm down. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. This is episode 10, right? Still? <laughs> it's episode 10? Yeah. Hypercritical. Also the one-year anniversary of us running up the water bill. Oh, my God, yep. Run up the water bill. You know you know. Peace out. <laughs>